Welcome to Upvoted No Sleep, where OP J Group writes, Where do I even begin? I guess this all started a little while after our move to Maple Street. My wife and I had finally managed to save enough money for a down payment on a small house in Hampstead, our beloved little hometown. We had lived in our quaint new bungalow for a couple of days, and we were still unpacking our things when we got a knock at the front door. Opening it up, we saw a couple standing there, holding a casserole dish. They smiled at us warmly. They told us that they lived next door, and they were welcoming us to the neighborhood on behalf of everyone. Wow, that's so nice of you, I said to them, taking the dish that they offered us. I'm Jordan. This is my wife, Christine. They introduced themselves as Sarah and Greg, a married couple from next door. We spoke a few minutes, but they didn't seem to want to overstay their welcome. Shortly after arriving, they said that they would be on their way. Let us know if you need anything at all, said Greg. I mean that. If you need to borrow a cup of sugar, whatever, we're happy to help out. Thanks, that's really generous of you. Hey, that's what neighbors are for, right? Not two weeks passed before I took them up on their offer. It's not like I was trying to take advantage of them or anything but I was putting together a new table and I couldn't find my tools anywhere. It seemed like they had been lost during the move. I I just needed a screwdriver. So, I went over to Greg and Sarah's place and knocked on the door. Greg answered, and he said that he would be happy to let me borrow a Phillips head. He invited me into his garage while he went to look for it. He opened the garage door. I went in to join him. Upon entering, I realized that Greg was a compulsive neat freak. He had labeled drawers and cabinets for everything, and I was amazed to see an assortment of hammers, axes, and saws hanging from the wall, sorted by size and type of tool. Everything was clean, everything looked brand new. His table saw had no hint of sawdust or speck of dirt upon it. The blade gleamed like it had been freshly polished, though I could have sworn I heard him using it just the day prior. Wow, you are really organized. Well, I'm an engineer, and I've been told we're an odd breed. I like to keep everything tidy. I like to have a place for everything. Sarah thinks I'm a bit OCD. Man, this is really something else. I'll need to buy some new tools now, I guess. (laughs) Unless we manage to find mine when we get everything unpacked. Well, I would recommend Ted's Hardware Store. It's over on Main and Fifth. They have a good selection. Their prices are pretty decent. I like to support the local businesses rather than the big chain stores or the online places, so I've been shopping there for years. He went over to a tool chest. He pulled out a screwdriver. Here you go. Just bring it back when you get a chance, he said, handing it to me. Thanks, it's much appreciated. After walking away, I realized that we still hadn't returned their casserole dish. Three weeks later, I saw the screwdriver sitting on my workbench. I cringed and I realized that we still had their casserole dish as well. At least he didn't seem to be taking it personally. I'd seen him just that morning, he'd smile, he waved, acting friendly. So I decided to go over to his place and bring the items back to him. When I got there, though, nobody was home. I felt awkward just leaving the items on the porch or putting the screwdriver in the mailbox, especially after accidentally keeping it for weeks longer than intended. So instead, I just took them back home. I told myself I would bring them back on the weekend. Of course, I forgot to do that once again. 
We were busy running errands, and the screwdriver slipped my mind for a while. And I didn't realize that Greg was upset at all. That was until I woke up in this dark, narrow, wooden box. The same box that he'd been working on in his garage for days. He had his garage door open yesterday while sanding it, and I'd asked him about it. It looked like a wooden coffin, except it was smooth, had no gaps in the wood. The thing looked real sturdy, and the wood was thick, strong. For a little experiment I'm working on, he told me with a grin. I'll show you when it's finished. I was trapped inside here when I woke up, feeling claustrophobic immediately in this small, enclosed space. I still had my phone, but I noticed that all the functions on it were disabled, except for a couple of apps like this one. My breath caught like a dry lump in my throat as panic gripped every part of my body. Pure terror, like I had never felt before, began to consume me. I closed my eyes, I opened them again, trying to convince myself I was having a nightmare. I wasn't. I could smell the fresh sawdust of the box I was trapped in. But beneath that was the aroma of wet earth all around me. Alarm bells began to ring in my mind. I tried to convince myself that this was not possible. I didn't want to accept the fact that I'd been buried alive. My head was still spinning from whatever drugs I'd been unwittingly injected with. My arm ached with a dull soreness, as if someone had stuck me with a large needle there. I was pounding on the wood above me. I found it to be unyielding and sturdy. There was no hint of weakness across any part of it. I'm feeling groggy and I'm feeling sick. I turned on the flashlight on my phone to examine the lid of the coffin which I was trapped inside of. Phillips' head screws were sealing it shut from the inside. Hundreds. Hundreds of them. They lined the edges, spaced barely a quarter inch apart from each other, and they spelled out a message on the inside of the lid as well. I used the flashlight on my phone to read the words left for me on the lid of the wooden coffin I was trapped in, and the message from Greg read as follows. Dear Jordan, you should have returned my screwdriver. I didn't care about the casserole dish, but that was my favorite screwdriver. I needed it the other day, and it wasn't where it was supposed to be. Everything needs to be where it's supposed to be. You ruined it. You ruined everything. The voices told me where you were supposed to be. Underground. In the box they said to make for you. Bet you wish you had that Phillips head screwdriver right now. Don't you? I don't know how I'm going to get out of here. I don't even know where I am or if anyone knows that I'm gone. But the air in this sealed wooden coffin won't last forever, I do know that much. If you're out there, Greg, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can have your screwdriver back. Please, let me out of here. I'm begging you. I will be a better neighbor. I swear I will be the best neighbor that you've ever had. I won't, I won't tell anyone that you've tried to kill me. Please, please let me out of here. You can borrow my shovel if you need to. Please borrow my shovel. And that was an upvoted no-sleep story by O.P.J. Group. Sweet dreams.